This week, Parashat Yitro, Mahamad Al-Sinai, Matan Torah, this great event that we all learned since kindergarten. And we have this picture in our mind of what Matan Torah looked like. Moshe Rabbeinu standing at the top of the mountain, getting the luchos, getting the Torah. However, when you look at the Pesukim, that's not what happened. That's not how this event took place. Yeah, we saw how Mahamad Al-Sinai is so different than what we imagined when we read the Pesukim inside. And also this major focus on coming down, or going up only to be able to come down again. And this constant focus on coming down, Hashem coming down, Moshe coming down. And we saw the importance of this in all of our belief of our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and of Torah in general. Exactly. If that picture of Matan Torah from kindergarten is still stuck in your head, you really want to watch this episode to really understand what exactly went on over there and why is it such a fundamental event, the most monumental event in our tradition, in our faith. Hope you enjoy it. Take a look. So this week, Parashat Yitro, Mahamad al-Sinai, Matan Torah, this incredible event. Am Yisrael are getting the Torah. And you know, if I ask you, Yitzhi, describe to me what Matan Torah looked like. You will probably picture, you'll probably imagine Moshe Rabbeinu standing there on the top of the mountain, getting the Luchot, Am Yisrael standing at the bottom, the lightning, the sound, the fire, the shofar, everything going on. However, when you look in the Psukim, that's not what really happened. The Psukim are very, very confusing. Because when you look at the Psukim themselves, it starts with the Kaddish Baruch Hu calling over Moshe to house come up to me to Sinai, telling him that he's going to command him commandments and tell Amisael to purify yourself, to get yourself ready for this big event. Then Moshe goes down the mountain and says this to Amisael and they prepare for three days. And then after three days, Moshe Rabbeinu takes Amisael out of the camp towards the mountain and they're all standing there. And then Akadosh Baruch Hu again calls Moshe to come up to the mountain. However, this is what gets interesting. As Moshe gets onto the mountain, Hashem turns to him and says to him again, go down and tell them not to touch the mountain. Don't come close to the mountain. And Moshe says to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I already did that. They know not to come up onto the mountain. But then HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to him again, well, go down and bring Aaron with you. So Moshe, okay, he goes down from the mountain. We don't really know what's going on. It does say that he did say to Amisel something. Rashi says that he told him again, don't touch the mountain. Make sure you stay away. But we don't know where Moshe is standing. Where is Moshe in all this story? Because right after this, suddenly Aserta Dibot begin and we get into this big event of getting the Aserta Dibot. So where exactly is Moshe standing in all of this? Is he on the top of the mountain? Is he on the bottom of the mountain? Why does HaKadosh who drive him crazy. Why does he call him to come up? Then he says to him, go down. And then Moshe is kind of arguing with him saying, no, there's no reason for me to go down. And then Hashem says, no, but still go down and bring our own. And then right away, suddenly, Akadosh Baruch Hu starts to sell Tadibot. What is going on over here? Where is Moshe standing? What is this come up, go down, come up, go down? All about just before I sell Tadibot. Yeah, you know, if Hashem wanted to tell him that he should tell Am Yisrael not to go up, he could have told him that when he was down on the bottom. Hashem speaks to Moshe many, many other times. He doesn't always have to go up to the top of the mountain. Here he tells him, come up to the mountain. And when he gets up there, he says one thing, go down. So that's really a big question. And as you said, it's not even clear. He tells him, go down and bring Aaron up. Does he bring Aaron up? Does he not? Is Aaron and Moshe standing there in Mahamad Har Sinai? So where exactly is he standing? Is he standing at the top? Is Aaron there with him when Aser Tadibrot happened? But as you said, these are one of these things that from a young age, we have a certain image and we don't always notice the psukim because we assume it fits into this image we have in our head. But if you actually read the psukim, you'll find something fascinating. Matan Torah isn't at all the way we imagine it in our head. We see Hashem tell Moshe to come up, but then he tells him to go down and he says, no, no, I don't need to. And he says, no, no, go down and get Aaron. And Moshe goes down and he speaks. And this Pasuk almost looks like it's cut in the middle. It says, and he goes to the people and he speaks to them. We don't see what he spoke to them. And suddenly Matan Torah begins. So if we read the Psukim as is, the Ten Commandments are given when Moshe totally doesn't expect it. He goes down to get Aaron. He's on his way down. Maybe 
he gets there, he starts speaking to them, and suddenly, boom, out of nowhere, Hashem starts to speak to Am Yisrael. This isn't Moshe at the top giving it over. He's down there at the bottom with them. He's taken by surprise just as much as they are. And when you look at this conversation between Hashem and Moshe, it's unbelievable. It's like Hashem's trying to get Moshe out of there. He says, go down and tell them. And he says, no, no, I already told them. He says, okay, go down and tell Aaron to come up. And then, okay. And as Moshe leaves, oh, finally Moshe's gone. Then Hashem begins. And this isn't just a joke. This is exactly what the Midrash Rabbah describes. Like a king who wants to do something without a certain minister knowing. And he tries to tell him to go away. And he stays there. And then he says, okay, go get someone else. And when he leaves, he uses that opportunity and does what he doesn't want him to be there for. Now, why? Why does Hashem not want Moshe there? Why is he kicking him out? Why is he finding excuses to get him out of the way? What is actually going on here? And I think to understand this, we have to focus on that word you mentioned, going down. Again and again, we see that word, Hashem comes down. When Moshe comes up, all he tells him to do is to go down. And what do we see you're not allowed to do? Don't go up. Moshe has to tell them over and over, don't go up. Even if you're the Kohanim, even if you're special, don't go up. We're just going down and down and down. Why so much down here? And it's interesting because when we think of a mountain, we think of all of it is about climbing up. But maybe that's exactly the point. Yes, later we're going to see Moshe climb up and we'll see others climb up with him. And as Chazal go into more detail about the different levels of some going to one point and then others following more than Moshe going all the way to the top. When you climb up, there are different levels. One climbs further, one climbs less. It depends on who you are and your level and your spiritual level. Some are able to climb higher than others. Matan Torah, this moment, this special moment of Hashem speaking panim el panim, as Moshe tells us in Dvarim. Panim el panim diberim achem. Hashem wants to talk to you. And he says, and at that time, I was standing there between you two. And we see this before, where Hashem tells him something and then he goes to the people and they say, Naseh. And then he goes back to Hashem and tells Hashem what the people said. No, not this time. Now Hashem wants to meet his people face to face. He comes down and when Hashem comes down, nobody goes up. There isn't someone who's higher, who's more capable. Everyone goes down to the same level. Even Moshe Rabbeinu is down there with the people. So no one thinks that they're above others, that the Torah belongs more to them than it belongs to others. Vayichan Sham Yisrael Negedahar, as we know, they're all together with one heart. Even Moshe Rabbeinu is down there. But it's not just about him physically being down there. Even Moshe doesn't expect it. Everything until now is a buildup. Moshe tells us this, and then that happens. He tells us this, he tells us go up, and then he tells us, and suddenly when Hashem speaks to his people, Moshe doesn't even expect it. He's in the middle of doing something else. Hashem wants to get him out of the way. The Midrash says there very interestingly, he gets him out of the way so they don't get confused. Anochi Hashem Elokecha, who said that? Is that Moshe saying it, or is it Hashem saying that? Well, of course it wasn't Moshe saying it. No, no. Moshe has to be out of this process. It's not that they think that Moshe was the one saying it. That they think that somehow this has to do with Moshe. Somehow this is dependent on Moshe. And maybe that's the lesson here. Yes, we have many times when Moshe brings us Hashem's word. And yes, we have different levels and we have Kohanim and we have the Zkinim and we have different things like that. And our Parsha started with the different levels, Yitro and Moshe talking and setting up all these levels. But at this point, when Hashem one time comes and meets all of us face to face, in this point, we want Moshe to get out of the way. We don't want him here. We wanted to take him by surprise just as much as it takes everyone else by surprise. Very good, very good. You know, there's no doubt when you look at the Psukim that HaKadosh Baruch really intended for Moshe Rabbeinu to be down there with Amisrael when HaKadosh Baruch speaks because it's not only about this idea that Hashem tries to get him down the mountain to go down, but also when you look a little bit
little bit earlier than that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu turns to Moshe, and when Hashem says to Moshe that he's going to talk to Am Yisrael, he actually does not say he's going to talk to Am Yisrael. Again, this is another misconception about Aser Tadibot, maybe because later on, like you said, in Parashat Vetchanan, it says, Panim el Panim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu spoke to you face to face, but actually, when you look at this week's parasha, you see in the Pasuk that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says he's going to talk to Moshe, and Am Yisrael are going to hear while he talks to Moshe. But Dabri Imach, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is emphasizing that he's talking to Moshe, and then Am Yisrael will hear, maybe also because HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, and also in you, they will believe. Meaning HaKadosh Baruch Hu intends this whole event to be this monumental event, this foundation for us, for our nation, in order to believe in Him, in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and in the Torah, and in Moshe that gave us the Torah, as the Rambam later on says in his Ikarim, in his fundamental foundations of our faith, that this is what Matan Torah is about. Believing in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, believing in Torah Moshe that was given by Moshe, the Torah, that Moshe gave us, this Torah will not be changed because this is the Torah that was given. This is the event where all of Am Yisrael stood there and saw everybody together with Moshe Rabbeinu. Everyone heard HaKadosh Baruch Hu speak to Moshe. That's the point in Matan Torah. That Am Yisrael is going to hear HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaking to Moshe and seeing with their eyes the voice, the notes, the words as HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaks to Moshe. Not only hearing but also seeing it that everything was given to Moshe. And as you were saying from this point onwards, from now on they don't have to hear HaKadosh Baruch Hu anymore. They know that everything that Moshe says is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. This is part of this event. This is a main feature in this event. This is a main aspect in this event. Having Moshe Rabbeinu stand there together with Am Yisrael in order for them to hear HaKadosh Baruch Hu speak to Moshe and by that getting the Aser Tadibot, by that receiving the Aser Tadibot. And as you were saying, and as we were saying, it's not only also about Moshe Rabbeinu standing there, it's also about the surprise, the sudden speech that suddenly HaKadosh Baruch Hu starts talking to them because we as humans, we have this nature, we have this tendency to try and explain things that can't be explained. We don't like things that we can't explain. We don't like unnatural things. We always look for an explanation. We always look for reasoning. We always look for logic. And when you have time to prepare for things, when you have time to look over things, that's when your mind starts to work and you start building this whole strategy. Oh, this is why it happened. This is how it came out. This is what allowed him to do this. And when something so unnatural, so miraculous happens, you will think to yourself that Amisel will start explaining to themselves, oh, Moshe did this because of that or we heard this voice because of this but part of the idea of Matan Torah is even though they prepared for three days it was still sudden they still didn't have time to mentally prepare for it it had to be suddenly in order to take away from those thoughts to take away from the people who try to explain things to try to look for logic and explanations behind everything that you can't explain it it was sudden it came out of nowhere again even though they prepared for three days even Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't prepared that voice that noise that sound this is all part of Ma'amad al-Sinai and we discussed this also in the past, the fact that the actual Luchot were not given to Moshe Rabbeinu over there at this Mamad. The actual Luchot were given later on in Parashat Kitisa when Moshe Rabbeinu came down from the mountain with the Luchot. That happens in Parashat Kitisa. He actually was only told to write the Luchot. And next week's Parashat, in Parashat Mishpatim, this event is not like we pictured it. It's not like we were taught in kindergarten. This event of Mamad al-Sinai is an event that happened in front of all of Am Yisrael. All of Am Yisrael stood there. Every single person in Am Yisrael, the Midrash says, even all the Neshamas of Am Yisrael stood there. We're there to witness this event where HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaks to Moshe and all of Am Yisrael around hear it. This is the reasoning why Moshe was not standing on the top of the mountain when it happened. He was there together with Am Yisrael and it happened suddenly. It happened out of nowhere. No one was expecting it. Not at that moment, not at that time. Understanding that this is what Matan Torah was. This is what Ma'amad al-Sinai looked like. This is what gives the foundation to understanding that all the Torah around was given from HaKadosh Baruch Hu to Moshe like we were saying, like the Rambam says. And this is why it's 
one of the Ikarim of Emuna. You know, you talk about that surprise, and I think that's really a very important piece because even if they believe that Hashem speaks to Moshe, still they would say, okay, maybe Moshe causes it, maybe Moshe controls this. We see that all Moshe does and all Moshe tells us to do is to prepare. Be holy, be ready to receive God's word. But at the end of the day, God's word comes when it comes. It's not in Moshe's hands, it's not in our hands, coming from God. Moshe is not there. He doesn't control it. He doesn't do it. He's just there to help bring Hashem's word to us. And we see that Am Yisrael really learns this lesson because first of all, the lesson of Hashem coming down to us and not needing the intermediates in between, we see that at the beginning, Moshe has to bring Am Yisrael's word to Hashem. Why does he have to bring Am Yisrael's word to Hashem? Maybe because that's how they perceived Hashem. We can't speak to Hashem. We'll speak to Moshe and he'll tell Hashem that we accepted what Hashem wanted. Later on, we don't see this, right? Moshe brings Hashem's word to us, but we don't. We cry to Hashem, we complain. We, we don't have this thing where Moshe has to bring our word because Hashem is here. He's within us. But we also see that they turn to Moshe and say, you speak to us, okay? We believe in you. We see that Hashem is speaking to you. You can speak to us now, and we know that it's God speaking to you. And from now on, from this moment on, every single time we hear you, as the words of the Pasuk say, Maybe every single time Moshe will speak, they will hear me speaking to you. Every single time they're going to come back to this moment. And when you speak to them, we're going to be hearing Hashem's word and understanding that everything we're receiving through Moshe is really coming directly from Hashem. Very good, very good, exactly. And of course, we could talk for many more hours about Ma'amad al-Sinai Matan Torah, the most monumental event in our faith, in our emuna, in Judaism. But we're out of time, so we'll have to end here. We'll just remind our viewers what we've discussed the past couple of years. One year we discussed the beginning of the parsha where it says that Yitro heard everything that Akadosh Baruch did. Then he comes over to Amisal and then Moshe again tells him everything that happened. And only after that does Yitro suddenly get all excited about what he heard. What exactly happens over there? Why did he only get excited once he heard it from Moshe himself and not in the beginning when he heard it from whoever he heard it? What are those took him about? The other year we discussed the end of the parsha because right after this monumental event, this great event where all of Amisal heard Akadosh Baruch we find a commandment about building a Mizbech. Building a Mizbech is important. It is important commandment but why is it here why is it now especially in the language that it's brought down with these little rules of do it like this don't do it like that why is this so important why is this the first mitzvah that comes right after matan torah Mahmad al-sinai what is that all about we'll link those two videos at the end of this one and of course as usual if you enjoy this video feel free to share it around with your friends people who need to hear it people who would love hearing it comment below let us know what you like what you didn't like if you have a different answer if you have a different question you want to ask and of course like this video and you haven't yet subscribed to the channel please consider subscribing and shkoyach yitzi shkoyach tuvia Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom and Amir Tashem will talk again next week.